0: Hello, welcome to Working Classy, a show about creativity, productivity, doing what you love, and making money. We're your hosts. I'm Isabel Lee. And I'm Laurel Hachineva. Welcome to episode 22, starting a business and collaborating during a pandemic. Um, today we've got the sisters behind Takena Designs, Lena Miyazaki and Lori Hashimoto. Thank you so much for joining us today. This is so awesome. Hey, welcome. we
1: hey, for having us. us. We're excited. Yeah, we're all in different places, so this will be fun. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, Just a little background. I've known Lori for, I would say at this point, most of my life, uh, growing up together in Hawaii. However, I moved back to Hawaii towards the end of sixth grade, so I did miss the bulk of the core of learning the Hawaiian language in school. Um, So with what you're all doing now, I'm very excited to learn on my own as well. So should we just dive into it
0: yeah let's let's get a little bit um let's learn a little bit more about you and Hikina designs and then we'll get to your new book which is super exciting so what
1: made you guys decide to start Hikina designs
2: i think before we decided to start Hikina designs we were just working on this little project so my son came home from school one day and he learned that song. You know the song? Um mele, mele, pony It's the color song. Oh learn in elementary school. I remember the Isabel, first part did of it? you get to Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I, no idea. She totally I was like, her. oh yeah, totally. Yeah, I, right? you know, I missed it. Hit, yeah. Like um high school, definitely less Hawaiian languages taught. Um so yeah, so he came home and then he was really excited. He wanted to read a book about it. And we had tons of books. I looked through every single book. I couldn't find it. I went online and I found some color books and I ordered them. But he really wanted one that had the song in it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was like, yeah. I'm so sorry, Pemana, <laughs> It just doesn't exist. And I was like, oh, what? I would like to send him the message that it doesn't exist, but that doesn't mean that it can't. Oh, so that's
0: great. Yeah. With
2: him together. I just on like these little pieces of paper would start drawing stuff out and he would tell me what he liked or didn't like about it.
0: <laughs> oh, so he art directed. That's <laughs> yeah. great.
2: So we would go through each color and then I'd be on green and I, I drew I didn't draw it first and then I drew like um someone dancing hula with the hmm. the haku and the leaves and everything. And he said he'd rather see like uh gecko i was like okay <laughs> okay <yeah. laughs> definitely art directing me yeah so mm-hmm, then at yeah. that point it was it was just for fun and i was really gonna just staple it together for something for us to just read ourselves at home and then yeah. i wrote it to my sister and she's really good at art and then she just started arting, everything, illustrating everything <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then like it started to come together i was like oh this is cool like you could actually put this into a book And then we just kept working through it. And then the rhyming came along while we were singing some other songs. Like we, pretty much our whole day or my whole day is listening to kids songs and reading kids' books. Mm -hmm, (laughs) It would be so cool if we could just make this into a song. So it just started, um, it started off really as nothing, just to create something for my son. And then it just slowly turned into this thing. And then by the end, we were like, oh, it'd be so cool if we could share this with other people and then that's how we kind of were forced to start you know, designs in a sense that you had to make a small business in order to publish a book in order to provide it to the community so it kind of worked backwards so it was just a little idea that spiraled
0: into this oh that's super cool yeah yeah um so by background um Lena, you are you're an illustrator.
3: I'm not. This was my first this is my first um, like official project that I um art has sort of always been like this thing that I love doing and I would do it for fun and if people, friends or family wanted um, some help with design work, I would do it all just for fun. Right. Uh, so it's something that I always love, but this is the first time I was like, I did it to share it with people that I didn't know. So my background is not illustration at all. Yeah.
2: I feel That's like just awesome. illustration is part of your background, like as part of you in your heart, maybe, but not as something as you know, a full-time perfect. job, yeah. but you mm-hmm. always do yeah. it all the time. That's, That's a good great. point.
1: Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. That's a good way to put it.
1: Uh, before we move too far along can you tell us what hikina means yeah so hikina
2: is um directionally if you look at the compass it's east so i like hikina because it really represents um like the sun rising to start a new day so oh, sense, we are yeah. starting something new um and we we don't really know where this is gonna go <laughs> we're just kind of going along going with the flow of that but for us it's a new experience a new opportunity. Um, and then also with Hikina as the sun rises, what creates a sunrise is not just the sun itself, but the ocean and the sky and the sun. So a collaboration mm. with different elements, because what we wanted to do as we created the different products was to engage the community and the educators and students to create things that they would benefit from. Because I'm not an educator, although I got I got the chance to work with some for and it's been a long time since I've been in kindergarten. <laughs> so it's hard to remember. <laughs> so just keeping in mind that who we're creating the products for and keeping them engaged and collaborating with them. So that's why we chose Hikina as their
0: That's great. Yeah, that's a beautiful, that's a that's a beautiful background. What um so it sounds like you decided to work together. Just sort of on a whim, like Lena started illustrating it. Um, had you worked together on anything before Project was? Even just maybe, for fun? just for
2: fun stuff, like family, like family things. We have a lot of, of big family, so <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: So lots of family things happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, not outside our family, usually just within our family.
0: So would you say that the main purpose of the company, um, at this point at least, would be like teaching products or um, mostly like cultural, like Hawaiian cultural products, a mixture of both? or?
2: Yeah, I think just um, focusing on the teaching products and education mm-hmm. side, um, we're actually 100% Japanese. <laughs> so we, so, but Ho- we are always, we've born and raised in Hawaii and we love Hawaii mm-hmm. and we enjoy learning more about Hawaii. So that's how our first book came about. But definitely, you, sorry, it's okay. <laughs> oh,
0: it's the art director. Yes.
2: Yeah. Can you show them your art? She's, oh, wow. he's drawing oh, pictures wow. from the Lorax.
0: What color is that? What color?
2: Oh, sorry, I got my headphones on.
0: What color are you asking?
3: Black, green, red, pink, brown,
0: yellow, purple, or other colors. That's great. Oh my gosh, that was so good! <laughs> Yay, you? Nice. Yes, you go? I'll
2: be back. Okay, okay. Sorry. <laughs> you want what?
0: I have brown. Oh, you have
2: brown too.
0: Oh, Oh, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) such a good update. (laughs) Sorry, I totally forgot what we were talking about. It really was brown. Uh, It was, it really was like all the colors. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, uh, so the main sort of like theme of the company, do you think? Yeah, definitely education.
2: I think what we're struggling with now is we want to make the material free to educators, mm, like mm-hmm. how to give them access to it for free. So that's something we're trying to talk with teachers about, how they normally get their material, and yeah. there's a lot of other educational resources, um, sites that provide teachers things for free. I'm just trying to learn from them to make it easy. <laughs> Sorry, he's
0: trying. <showing> <laughs> <laughs> just like that's out, that's out of nowhere. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Mana. That's Thank good, you. The lorax. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. What a cutie. <laughs> um, have you gotten, have you gotten um, any feedback on the book from teachers or other kids? or we Actually, before we um,
2: publish it, we went through maybe three rounds of feedback um, with people, some um, teachers, some folks in the community. And they gave us a lot of tips, especially where I misspelled some words. <laughs> oh, cool! No, it's great. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, where I could add more Hawaiian words. Um, Whoa, that's awesome! Learning, um, some feedback on some of the illustrations as well to make it something kids relatable for kids. Um, definitely, I think in the past, I like, go when projects we worked in for the family, maybe not so much for preschool age kids, so getting feedback on how to draw for them that age. Sorry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So Lena, while we have you, can we throw some questions at you? Yeah, of course. (laughs) (laughs) I'm always so
3: intrigued by what Mana does. (laughs) (laughs) so
1: (laughs) So how long did it take from inception to launch? Specifically the book, I guess. Yeah, that took
2: almost a year we started in september and we launched it end of july mm-hmm. yeah it was a long time and so
0: that was from concept to having it on the amazon yeah
2: from the day yep. my son came home with his problem <laughs> and then the day it was on amazon yeah about 11 months
0: that's actually yeah that seems pretty good actually including like getting the feedback doing the revisions mm-hmm. and and then and have you published a book before? No, I haven't.
3: This is the first time.
0: Yeah. So you also had to figure out how to self-publish and pick, you know, like a, I guess a, a publishing platform. How, what was that process like?
2: I was uh, watching a lot of YouTube videos. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> actually, That's yeah. Great, yeah. when we first started out, yeah,
2: I actually looked into like traditional publishing where you go with a publishing house. Um, but I, by that point, I was already working with Lena on a lot of the illustrations to go with the material, and and this is just based on what I read and what I watched on YouTube. But I guess once you go as a publishing house, you lose some of your your creative freedom, mm-hmm. where they would kind of direct how the book should be. And so we, mm-hmm. I actually had typed a manuscript and was ready to send it to some publishing houses, but. Uh, I, I, I decided not to because I wanted to make sure that I continued to work with Lena throughout the project and that we would have the freedom to go to the community and educators and to get that feedback and change it based on mm-hmm. what they need. And so we ended up going the self publishing route. But it's great because a lot of people post, um, there's a lot of self publishing nowadays, it's just a lot easier with the internet and so many platforms you can use. So a lot of people post things about it. So it's pretty easy to learn. There's a big community yeah, of self-publishers.
3: Yeah, Sorry, my, my
2: Power Ranger son just came into the room. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Sorry.
0: No, 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 no.
3: That's great. Uh,
0: I did want to ask Lena a little bit about um the illustration process, so uh you'd been doing illustration um mostly for fun did you Did you already have like a comfortable illustration process before you started illustrating this book or did did your illustration process evolve as you started doing more and more of the pages?
3: That's a good question. Um, I think it evolved um, it in my mind, before I illustrate anything, in my mind I have an idea of what I want it to look like, and um, we have some concept um, drawings that we did prior to the publish the final um, book, and it's different. Like you can kind of see the evolution of the illustrations over time, and it's based on the feedback from children and from educators the community so i i have a certain style that i like to draw but the illustration the complete illustration itself was definitely an evolution
0: oh cool yeah what do you what are you using like what's your setup i use uh, my ipad and, oh, okay, cool. yeah. and then
3: i primarily do um the drawings in the procreate app mm-hmm and then um we upload it into illustrator and then we can do the different layouts from there cool so it's really digital yeah at this point
0: did you um when you were going back and forth on uh so i guess for the initial draft did you have the entire book sort of planned out and sketched out or would did you go like page by page and um fully illustrate one page before moving to the next one. Mm
3: -hmm, mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, so it was a page at a time. Mm
3: -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, My sister would work with her son to figure out what in what he imagined it to look like. And she would draw it out on a piece of paper and take a picture of it and text it over to me. Nice. Yeah. Look at it. And then I would try and make sure I'm translating what he wanted into that digital form. Um, And then it just went from there and it evolved into, yeah, what it is today. And then then I also um, did some research on um, online, for example, in the book, we use an Eevee bird, which is a native Hawaiian bird. And so I went online and just researched like what it looked like in real life and make sure that it translated Mm -hmm. into the So I did some of that too.
0: That's great.
2: Yeah. yeah, I remember when we first started. I think because it was more—it's a, definitely a, like a non-fiction type book, where right? you're trying to make it look as real, like the actual animal, as possible. So we she drew a picture of the opaka paka, the fish, but it looks kind of scary. <laughs> <laughs> like the actual real fish looks scary yeah, yeah. it looked real like the real fish and then the feedback we got was can you make it a little less <laughs> not scary <skin>. looking because <laughs> it's for like four year four and five year olds it doesn't yeah. need to look yeah. real. it just needs to look like a, a fish and then we can mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but I, I remember that but it was it was really 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 good I'm not saying it wasn't good <laughs> but like that's the kind of feedback that kind of helped bring it into that kids book realm
1: yeah totally was yeah. any part of the feedback or maybe just something you had planned to do a video along with it like to sing um that?
0: that
2: came I forget we were reading this other kids book that had this rhythm and rhyme to it and then I was just practicing ukulele at that time like randomly <laughs> and then it just was the same beat of our book And then as I sang it to the kids, they wanted to read it over and over again. It's like, oh, that'd be really cool if we could have a song that goes with our book to get that engagement with the kids instead of reading it to add a rhyme and a rhythm and melody to it. So then we just applied it to the book we are working on. Um, So, and then the idea that, for educators at least that could be free like I could put that on YouTube and I could put the entire book on there with the sing-along and that could be free and they could share it with all the parents that was what kind of sealed the deal on
3: making the sing yeah. and I think what's also good about the video is that it does have Hawaiian words in the book so it does help to um, or help the reader or the children with pronunciation as well And we were thinking, we had feedback, like maybe we could put that in the book, but I think the the video is a really great way to help with that, learning the Hawaiian words and the pronunciation.
1: Yeah, that's a good point, yeah. And so was that part where you kind of figured out that you wanted like a sing-song version to go with it? Did you have to change your text to match that? Uh, A little bit, yeah, definitely. Especially with the
2: feedback of using additional Hawaiian words and where I used the wrong word. <laughs> so, <laughs> putting that all together, we basically yeah, had to rewrite it. Um, but I think it was worth it in the end.
1: So, what do you have lined up after this book? Is it more books, do you think? Or I know you're expanding your line a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Well,
2: definitely on Lena's side, she's a. Uh, uh, illustrator and artist, so she's g- making really great things on an art every day. On the Hikina side, definitely a couple more books. She had started something called Aloha Bets, like the alphabets uh, based on words in Hawaii. But that's a pretty common oh, uh, book to do. So we're trying to working. <laughs> my son is my consultant. So I tell him my ideas, and he's like, "No, that's boring." <laughs> so he go through a lot of ideas. <laughs> that's great. Um, so that's one, and then the- he's very straightforward. Yeah, it that's is. That's nice, especially at this age. Yeah, <laughs> I know he'll be honest. He's not going to be nice about it. Yeah. And then the other one we wanted to do—I um, mentioned um, my sister and I. Our family were Japanese American. We wanted to do a book on. New Year's, like there's a lot of tradition in Hawaii with mochi pounding and mochi uh, ozoni and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. So we started looking at books on that. There weren't too many. And that's something I thought I'd like to teach that to my kids and also kind of to myself. I know we pound mm-hmm. mochi, but honestly, I don't know the real reason why or the meaning behind it. So mm-hmm. to be able to get a chance to learn that myself and then work with Lina to illustrate it and then provide that to other families who might want to teach their kids that too. Um, it's something we want to do. So those are the other two projects you're thinking of right now. Um, we'll see what else in the future.
1: So do you think ultimately it's trying to maybe like fill the gaps of what you don't already see in terms of yeah. products?
2: Because there's, yeah, there's definitely a lot of good stuff out there already. Um, we have a lot of um, kids' books from local Hawaii authors and illustrators that we read daily. <laughs> um, but definitely, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where, where we see something that my son, my son, or other folks are really engaged with learning in school, and there's just not a product to keep that engagement going, like out of sight, out of mind. To be able to provide that kind of material, yeah, where that gap is would be great. Oh, the third idea. Sorry, <laughs> is um, oh good.
0: Yeah,
2: is a paddling book. So my husband and I are paddlers. Oh. My husband goes almost every day to paddle, and that's something I think I haven't seen any material on. Um, and we like to teach the kids. And same, where we do paddling, we understand it. But the whole, uh, the various traditions and meaning behind certain things is something. We don't understand and it would be exciting Mm -hmm. to learn that um and then put that into a book as well wow
0: that's That's awesome yeah uh one thing that I actually forgot to ask but I'm super curious about uh what's it been like for the two of you to collaborate long distance so you know you you aren't you know getting together in the same room but then also across several time zones
2: Thank God for text messaging <laughs> Yes <Yeah. laughs>
0: <Yeah. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> definitely uh,
2: taking pictures of stuff and sending it to each other but it yeah it's it's a little difficult because at first I was trying to wake up at three thirty in the morning <laughs> to work oh. with her um, after about a month i killed myself and, stopped. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and then same when I'm done with work it's her um, evening already late evening time to go to mm. bed so it's a lot of more on the weekends we try to do things but during the day um, text messaging does help a lot where we can just send each other an idea, and then when we have the time to get to it, we can get to it.
0: So on the weekends, is it like a Zoom call or? We actually, or a FaceTime or something? I, I I actually set up weekly calls.
2: Sorry. I'm laughing because I'm I'm wow. really dorky. <laughs> so I set up these weekly calls with Lena um, to do in the mornings, but then I started not showing up every week because it was at five thirty in the morning. I just couldn't do it. <laughs> Um, and then on the weekends is time with our family. Um, yeah. So that's a little difficult too. So yeah, uh, we'll jump on a call definitely when it's easier to talk through things. But I feel like because we're kind of on the same page, we can easily send a picture and a short text and we kind of know what we each other means. So it's not too hard to do it that way.
3: Yeah, I think that's the benefit of being sisters is we already have we already understand each other on a deeper level so the text messages are so easy for us to communicate because I know what she means
0: yeah
3: if I don't know what she means I don't hesitate to be like what do you mean you know what I mean <laughs> yeah yeah that's true <laughs> that we can just go back and forth and but we know that we're, we mean we want the best you know we want it to be the best so that's what we're doing and there's no like Hard feelings or anything, but text messages are awesome because you can send like twenty in a row. Yeah, <laughs> you know like, okay, okay, we'll do this one. So that's been awesome too. Yeah. So it's been pretty easy to collaborate. I think, even though we're so far away, technology. Yeah, is
0: awesome. I like. I like that you brought up the sisters' point, though. Um, how How would you say that this project or the business has affected your relationship as sisters?
3: I think we've gotten closer. We we come from a really close family. um, So we're all really close. I think the benefit for me as I see it, uh, looking back now is that we were able to catch up as well on what's Mm -hmm. going on in our personal life. So it's, we always start off just catching up on what we're both doing individually in our lives. And then we dive into the business part of the call. Um, So it's been nice to make sure. Hi, Mama. (laughs) <laughs> it's been nice to keep in touch even more often than we normally do for me
1: yeah
0: yeah that's kind of why um it's part of why isabel and i do this podcast too because i think if we didn't we probably wouldn't talk like <laughs> a tenth
1: as much it's very true
2: yeah so i did
0: appreciate the schedule yeah. <laughs> oh
2: i'm sorry i'll reset
0: that off <laughs> i'll start showing up <laughs> What about the business side of things has that been um, has that been pretty smooth is like is it is it weird making business decisions uh, together as sisters? Um for me I always
3: I always ask her what she thinks mm-hmm. and um I always want to know her opinion but I, for me it's been easy because I'm good with if she wants to do something I'm I will support that 100% and mm-hmm. vice versa. So I think it's been—it's on my side. It's been really easy and really fun. Do you agree? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Silence.
0: Oh, <sorry. laughs> <That's me>.
2: Power Ranger <laughs> action going on over
3: here.
2: No, I agree. It's there's definitely been pretty smooth and easy. Um, I think because we both we're both on the same page with what the mission is—that we're trying to support the
3: community—that.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I think making decisions is easy when we both have the same goal in mind. So that's been really helpful. Mm.
1: I I, I was gonna ask about um, obstacles first with expanding to do the kind of work that you wanna do, which is to get it in the hands of teachers and like educators, Um, how difficult that is. Do you have to like, I mean, for instance, could you go to individual schools and like present, like this is what we have, you can use it for free. Or are there is there like protocol on how you can approach those type of things?
2: Yeah, that's something I need to learn about, to be honest. The, the first people I reached out to were my son's teachers and then close family and friends and their children's teachers. Um, but how to get it into the schools and make folks aware of it and also to get feedback from them if it can be improved. That's something we're currently trying to figure out and Mm. (laughs) struggling with, I guess you could say. I think it's hard right now because I can't physically go to talk to people. Like I need to communicate with them by phone or email. So I can't make that personal connection by going up to them and talking to them face to face. So I'm not sure how to overcome that piece. So I'm Mm. hoping covid and soon (laughs) so i could actually go into go
1: out go reach out to folks but
2: yeah that's been a little difficult
1: to figure out have you faced any other obstacles like pandemic related like in terms of maybe like production or getting things out the door has that any of that been an issue While i think about it i'll
2: let lena answer she has a good answer (laughs) i can't think of any
1: what's the um
3: the way we were gonna print the material we're gonna use for the book was that when we were gonna do the board oh one, the board book?
2: you know some of the the younger kids books are those thick board books yeah um i'm not sure this is COVID related but there's something called print on demand for books right now so It makes it a lot easier for self-published authors to do this without having to buy 2,000 books and store it in their house Mm -hmm. and try to ship it out to people. Um, So I had done a lot of research on the board books and getting it printed and inventory and then shipping it here, talking to my husband, like, where am I going to put a pallet of books in our house?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so...
2: (laughs) I we kind of kept going down that route until I learned more through the self-publishing community about this print on demand the bad thing about it is that it just does take longer to print and ship out to folks but during these times everyone's very patient with all of that so that's been helpful um and I I don't get to actually be that be the one to like package it up and send it out like get that personal package ships from somewhere else Mm -hmm. um but i think yeah that was one about i think that was more though because um we don't have much money to invest in this right now so we're trying to figure out a way that we could still do this without risking a lot
1: and is that how you chose amazon as a route of shipping
2: Yeah, so you can use Amazon, um, and there's another big one called IngramSpark. I started trying to use that, and this is where my lack of skills in publishing comes in, because it was a lot more complicated for me as a first-time publisher. Um, There's a lot more words I didn't understand in their (laughs) process to complete a a book for print-on-demand, whereas Amazon made it very simple. For me to go through and get that done, and they off I could do revisions for free. I didn't have to pay each time oh, I did a nice. revision. So for someone doing it for the first time, like that's really helpful because when we uploaded our first book and printed it, we caught a lot of errors. Um, but with Amazon, I didn't have to
3: pay anything
2: to go and change that. So that was really helpful. I guess the the downside of Amazon is that it's only on Amazon, um, whereas mm-hmm. with Ingram Spark, they make it available to it's on a lot of different platforms. So, but for yeah. our first one, we figured I'll do it. This the easier way. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so if you release it on Amazon, it has to stay exclusive to Amazon or can you like take that file and upload it to Ingram?
2: You can with the paperback because I, I purchased that ISBN number. That's the, okay. <laughs> on all mm-hmm. our college textbooks. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I honestly don't know the process very well to say anything more. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, that's fine, yeah. But yeah. Amazon is good. Their customer service is excellent too. So that helps. Oh
1: wow, good. That's kind of slightly surprising, really. <laughs> maybe on the book side. Yeah, maybe. The production end of it.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much uh for joining us today. Where can people find you and your stuff online so
3: for hikina designs we're online www.hikinadesigns.com we're also on instagram and facebook at hikina designs um for my personal illustration page on instagram it's at lena Miyasaki. you can find some um illustrations there and i
1: get it all (laughs) 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 And now for the tip nugget of the week. Tip of the tip from of the week. <laughs> either Lena or Lori. Any yeah. any ideas? It looks like they're both pointing at each other, <laughs> so that's
0: gonna. <laughs> like,
3: <laughs> um, for me, my tip of nugget. the week is.
0: Um, oh, tip, sorry. Tip,
3: no, tip nugget. You're right. Nugget. Tip, tip of the week.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this well, is our this is our <laughs> argument back and forth is what to call <laughs> this segment. So you're fine. Um, you great. Right. Sure.
3: It's
0: that I've heard, that I've um, been hearing
3: frequently. Um, it's called practice makes progress, Mm -hmm. and um, a lot of time, a lot of times when I'm creating something, and I, the thing that I, um, that paralyzes me is my fear of, will someone like it? Is this cool enough? Is it cute enough? Am I? overthinking it and all these um, negative self-talk that comes into my mind and so for me practice makes progress is about just like practicing whatever makes you happy and getting it out there and you can always improve upon it there's always space to do better or to do different or change it but if I like it then I put it out there and then I just let it be (laughs) That's my tip for for the week or the nugget for the week.
1: Yes, <laughs> that's great. No, that was wow. awesome. Great, thank you. I love that, and I uh, need to follow that myself.
0: Laurie, do you have an, any advice that you would give people? My
1: tip nugget. I'm with you, Isabel.
2: Thank
0: you. <laughs> it. it makes it's such a, it makes I me smile. Tip <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: my tip nugget. And this is for myself in the last couple of weeks is just to be grateful for what I have. I think a lot of times, um, I, I'm, I'm a little opposite of what Lena just mentioned, where I just want to get things out there and I want to hear people's negative feedback to me. <laughs> so I'm just like in this go, 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 go mode where like every day I feel like I need to get something done. And I tend to maybe sometimes do a little too much because um, I'm trying to get to this thing. But taking a step back and just being grateful for where I am and what I have and my health and my family Um, and remembering that all this stuff is extra for me. That Oh, my computer is going to die. Sorry. (laughs) All this stuff is (laughs) um, extra for me and to to, um, appreciate each day of my life. Sometimes I get a little caught up and stressed out about things. So just taking that step back
0: no wonder you two work so well together those were both very beautiful pieces of advice that's so nice uh yeah my
3: sister definitely pushes me along you know along with her so i appreciate that
2: sorry i know sometimes it's irritating
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's like let me be <laughs> that's
3: why we work well together is that we're both trying to move forward mm-hmm. and love each other so it's pretty awesome
1: yeah that's really great that's
0: great yeah All right. If you've got questions or ideas about how to start a business and collaborate during a pandemic, let us know.
1: Email us at workingclassyshow at gmail.com.
0: Or you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at working underscore classy.
1: And if you really want to, facebook.com slash workingclassyshow.
0: You can try. I don't know. (laughs) Nobody (laughs) checks it, but it's fine. (laughs) All right. right. That's the show. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you.
3: Thanks. Bye. Bye! Ready, sad, one, two, three. Let's learn the colors of Hawaii. Ula, ula, mele, mele. Poni, polu, uele, ele. Akala, alani ke, o ke, o. Ahina, hina, o ma oma, o Makue!